0: Dan Dockage, don't tweet at me, OutKick, he has never underkicked his coverage in his life. How you doing, my man? It's true.
1: It's (laughs) true. I've married two very beautiful, smart, intelligent, uh, funny women. I am talking to you, the pinnacle of shows. So you're right. I have always overachieved, given my physical, mental, and uh, other limitations.
0: All right, uh, speaking of overachieving, Zach Eady coming back. Here's a dude who's like seven four, whatever he is, seven three uh, and 3 quarters. But uh, Purdue will be right there as another potential Big Ten champion and the ability to not get past the Sweet 16 again. Uh, your thoughts on Eady coming back and what it does to Big Ten hoops this upcoming season? Because I'm looking at the Big Ten, and I don't think beyond Purdue and Michigan State, that it's going to be good. I don't.
1: Well, let me go to Edie first. He got between a million and a million five is what I'm being told to come back. Uh, there were some rules in place about you know foreign kids. They relaxed them or they did something different. So that's number one. I mean, um, in terms of Purdue, look, Purdue had two freshman guards that everybody lost their mind of and that's great, but uh, if you really watch Purdue, uh, at the end of every clock or any time there was a desire or need to break down the defense, they just threw it up in the air and got it to eating. So Purdue fans, at least in my world, are saying things like, well, you know, we would have been just fine without them. In fact, they think we would have been better. No, you don't lose that and be better. You got them, so now uh, you will be as good, if not better, than you were last year. Uh, now, having said that, what does that mean? That means a couple of things. One, it, you know, I, for me, and I know for you, Bill, and most people in Michigan and and Indiana and Illinois, Big Ten title means something. So Purdue's success in the Big Ten in the regular season is best. It's huge. Um, but but, um, I think we're at the point with Purdue where it, it doesn't matter. you got to do something in the postseason, particularly with the player of the year. <laughs> I think we're at that point or beyond that point, so we'll see if they can do a Virginia-type run. But I definitely think it makes their, think it makes their team better. I, I definitely think the Purdue fans are out of their freaking minds if they think him going and all these young kids were going to be so great. Their guards, it makes them infin, infinitely better. That's number one. In terms of the Big Ten, you know, everybody here in Indiana, you know this, everybody thinks... You know they're going to be great. They got some kid that was too scared to play at Duke. They got another kid that crapped the bed playing at Oregon, and all this potential in Woodson. You know, talks about what a tough, great coach he is. And you know, I'm not buying it till I see it. Illinois did get two guys back, which was big. I think Shannon and Hawkins coming back makes them pretty good. Um, I do agree with Michigan State. I think Tom is going to have a terrific team. But, you know, what's going to happen at Michigan? What's going to happen? as you know, Northwestern, who now, I guess, you got to put in the conversation of being a real team, I guess. You know, are they going to be any good? Is Rutgers going to be any good? What's going to happen with Minnesota? They were the worst Big Ten team that I've seen in a long, long time. Penn State's got a new coach in there. Uh, the other coach was considered great because he won like half his games. The world of Big Ten basketball is weird. It used to be, I know I'm raining here, but. You know, Bill, you remember the day. Like, if you didn't go to the Final Four, and, and, and you had Henson, and you had John, and and you had Knight, and you had all these coaches, there were high expectations. Now, I'm sitting here at a place like Indiana. They came in third, went to the NCAA tournament, quit against uh, Miami. And you think we're the greatest team in the world? You think Illinois is great? You think Michigan? Because Juwan Howard. You know, got off to a good start with B lines players. They're great. the bar is so low right now. I don't know what even good means. To tell you the truth, let me put it. That's a long rant to say what I just said. I don't even know what good means anymore in the Big Ten.
0: How can Juwan Howard? Uh, you don't know, even you know your roster right now for summer workouts. Uh, Dickinson is uh, with preseason number one Kansas, getting a big NIL payday, close to a million there. Reportedly, Lawrence. Uh, When you look at Howard, I don't see how he's going to get it back. I really don't. I I think a year from now, he won't be the coach at Michigan. That's just my – I have no inside information, just my gut feeling.
1: I have. I am the poster child for how not to manage your career. Urban Meyer is the poster child for how to manage his career. Larry Brown, the poster child for how to manage. Can't stay in one place too long. I don't care if you think they love you. Look, if I'm Jawan Howard, I hope I can win enough next year that I can go get an NBA job. I really do. Uh, because getting your brains beat out now and, and, and it being obvious if you do that you only won because you had Beeline's culture – that would be a problem for his career. Uh, you know, I'm not saying Juwan Howard needs that. Hell, Juwan Howard probably got more money than God. And by all accounts, great family, man, all that. I'm just talking about his career. He he, he needs to win and get out uh, unless, you know, unless something dramatic happens. Coaches, and it's not just Juwan. All coaches need to win and get the hell out. Unless, unless you are Mike Woodson who's 65, 66, whatever the hell he is, you know, years old. But, yeah, I, I look at it and say, okay, you going to win with high school players? Are you going to be the great recruiter? Well, if so, who, who are these great players that you've recruited? You've had guys that are your own guys uh, want to leave your place. That's not the way it's supposed to be uh, when you hire former players back to your school from the NBA. It's not supposed to be that. It's supposed to be all love, uh, seashells, and balloons, as uh, uh, Al McGuire used to say. Well, Indiana, I'll tell you what. Now they lost the right, for two years in a row. They've lost the right kids. They lost the right kids. If The kids are always going to go. You lose the right ones. Howard's lost the wrong one. And he got a problem.
0: Dan Dockich, uh, don't tweet at me on Outkick. Uh, also, one of the great hoops insiders this country has ever seen. Joining us on the Roast umber Coffee guest line. Uh, one final thought on Michigan State. Monty Williams reportedly his deal could be worth up to a hundred million as the new head coach of the Pistons. Ishbia has all the money in the world, the new Suns owner. What would it take for Izzo to go chase that NBA dream, especially if you had an owner who played for you who is your biggest donor, and what if he offered Izzo like a $12 million a year package for six years? Do you think Tom would stay at Michigan State or take it?
1: Well, let me first say, how stupid are the Pistons? I mean, let's just talk about that right from the get go. How stupid are you, Monty Williams? Doesn't have a job. Money Williams. It, it isn't like you're getting Phil Jackson coming off five rings. You're getting a guy that got fired. He doesn't have any leverage whatsoever. Now, I own a couple businesses, and we always deal in leverages. We always, you know, you do a, you do a contract with your radio or TV. You deal in leverage. Who has leverage? Pisses at all the leverage, and they went out and gave the guy who doesn't have a job the biggest contract in the history of the world. It is the. St- Stupidest move that I have seen great for Monty Williams. And it could end up good for the Pistons in terms of maybe winning a few more games. But you got all the leverage in the world. Hey, Monty Williams, what's he going to do? Say, no? Uh, I'm going to go coach who? Who are you going to go coach, Monty? And if I were to Pistons, I'd say, Monty, go ahead, Ben. Go, go. It's <laughs> the dumbest thing that I have seen in a long, long time. As first, I woke up thinking, this can't be true. This is like the, the Babylon Bee or the Onion or something. Uh, in terms of Izzo, I don't know, man. I, I gotta tell you, uh, if somebody is gonna offer any guy six years, $12 million, uh, at Tom's age, I would have to say adios, Michigan State. I love you a long time. Put me in the rafters. Uh, I'm a, I'm a Spartan for life, but six years at 12 mil, man. I, I don't know about you, but that's a mil a month before taxes (laughs) I was talking to my son he and Duncan Robinson are boys uh, best of friends and in fact I was talking to Duncan the other day we were on the golf course and I got off and I said Andrew what what kind of money does Duncan Robinson make a month on that on that 92 million dollar deal he's like dad man they get paid like he gets like 1.5 every two weeks a paycheck oh my gosh hey (laughs) hey Bill you gotta do it man I mean hey you gotta do it. You can't begrudge a guy. And I thought Dickinson. Let me go back to Michigan for a second. He said it right. He said guys leave job for a ten thousand dollar raise, and he's right. He goes, he goes and gets a half million. Oh man, money talks. BS walks. You know that. Yeah, I
0: do. Uh, thank you, Bill Simonson, uh, the old BS on sports original show name when I started down in Oklahoma back. In the early 90s. <laughs> uh, the one thing I'll say about Izzo, okay, that – and Beeline tried it in the NBA. He's still helping yeah. the Pistons as a, a shooting coach, basically, senior advisor, whatever his title is. Uh, but you're Tom Izzo. If there's ever going to be the perfect NBA situation, even with a yeah. great recruiting class where you're leaving a guy with solid talent, whoever it would be, his replacement – and you look at Ishbia and he drops you. Maybe it's not 12 million. It's 10 million Whatever. over five yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. It's mega money. You're going to walk in. You're going to have Booker. I'm not sure about Durant's contract situation, but you have a top, top five, top seven guy in the league in Booker to build around. You're in a great place, uh, semi retirement. Your kids are all grown and done with college. And I think his daughter is having a baby and you're out in Phoenix and you chase a dream that you can be the college coach. You know, Tim Floyd, we can go down the list of college coaches that didn't work in the NBA, but he could go and say, I'm going to be that guy who could work. And knowing that a good friend, a former player, and one of the biggest MSU donors and boosters is the owner of that NBA franchise, how could you say no if you offered it?
1: I I agree. Take the money out. uh, And you're walking into a situation where, you know, when when he was talking to the Cavaliers, I remember telling me he couldn't even get to LeBron. I didn't know whether LeBron was – he couldn't even get to him. Well, you know what? There is a different – now it's different. It's, it's different in Phoenix because you're walking into a situation of disappointment. You're not walking into a situation of expectation of LeBron. You're walking into something where people are going to welcome you uh, as opposed to people under-eyeing you. So I don't disagree with you one bit. The deal would be simply this, you know – Tom Izzo has done as good a job, maybe the best coaching job at, at, at bringing a program up and keeping the program there in the history of the NCAA. I thought Beeline did the best job of bringing a program back. I knew the deal in West Virginia, and I know what he had to deal with. I thought it was the best job I've ever seen of doing that. But Izzo has maintained it. He's brought Michigan State from you know a good program to an elite program and kept it there. All right, is that enough? Do you want to keep doing that? Or, to your point, there isn't a negative. Like, if you say to me, okay, what's the negative of going to the NBA? The only negative might be you don't know the game as well, and you didn't play, and sometimes players don't like that, and you got to deal with a different player. Okay, fine. But that's it. Everything else is perfectly aligned. Like I said, when he was talking to uh, the Cavs, he told me he couldn't get to LeBron. Couldn't get through the myriad of people to be, you know, hey, LeBron, you stay and you going, let's have a chat. Couldn't do it. So, it's a totally different deal. I think it would be beautiful, and I, I hope he doesn't do it because I love college basketball. But I got to tell you, I love NBA playoff basketball, and I would love to see Izzo take a swing.
0: And if it should be a, and I assume they've had the conversation, uh, but you know, the way Monty Williams was kind of showing the door surprised me, to be honest with you. Uh, right. I, I mean, it did surprise me. It kind of it, it fit our, our coaching conspiracy checklist that a former MSU player. Uh, multi-billionaire, buys the Suns, uh, gets rid of a coach who was just NBA Coach of the Year in 2022 because you know you want to bring in Tom Izzo, where you have your guy, you're living life in the desert, Izzo takes the challenge, he can bring some guys with him to be NBA assistants, which means they get a lot more money than they do being assistants at Michigan State. And you're at the top, and you're there with a rock star in Devin Booker, and you know I'm not saying uh, he's at the ground looking up but there aren't a lot of expectations because Monty Williams right. was the fall guy because Phoenix had injuries and also underachieved
1: look uh, I, I'm with you on that um, I am and you know the truth one of the things that you said in the first time we talked about a few minutes ago was kids are grown it's it's uh you know, and and I I understand this now that my kids are grown grown. Hey, uh, my wife said the other day we're gonna battle this cold here in Indianapolis. How long are you, how long are we gonna do this? And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, good question because I can do my show from anywhere as long as you know we got an internet. So uh, I, I don't disagree. I, I I don't think it'll happen, but nobody and well maybe you uh, likes a good comp- conspiracy theory more than me. So let's, let's get – I'm going to text Jim Boylan as soon as we get off and say, hey, I just heard on a radio show Izzo to the Suns any truth to it. You know, his former assistant. So
0: yeah, tell, tell, him it's, tell him it's Bill Simonson in the huge show. I know Jimmy. He grew up right here on the west side right. of the state. I know him and his family. Uh, there's another yeah. guy that could come be Tom's top assistant who has the experience know, of being a head coach, right?
1: I know. That's why. As soon as you said he some guys – Jimmy lives here in Indy. I, I just uh, – I'm gonna text him say hey just heard, you know let's get to let's get it rocking and roll. Last time I was on your show, uh, a bunch of Michigan, I don't know if they were bloggers or newspapers picked up this interview and had a lot of columns about it. So, you know, uh, Dockett and Simonson spreading uh, facts or are they something like that? Dockett and Simonson are they? Conspiracy theorists or truth tellers? I'm already writing the headline for these. Oh, I already
0: have our new, uh, you can talk to the OutKick people. We can do the disinformation sports society. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all in on that. Yeah, Yeah. same here. You just tell OutKick they got to get us some Monty Williams money if they want us rolling that out.
1: Hey, honestly, I mean, you understand. Leverage is everything in negotiation, and somebody's going to have to tell me what leverage Monty Williams had to get himself. Hey, I understand hiring Monty Williams, and I understand giving him fair market value. No question about it. No doubt about it. But I'll never understand the richest contract ever. When you got all the leverage, it is good to be two people in this world right now, Monty Williams and Pat McAfee when it comes to money, baby.
0: What did McAfee get with ESPN for joining them and giving up his freedom of speech?
1: Uh, 16 million or 17 million a year over five. So uh, I'm sitting here literally, let me look. I see McAfee Studios right here from this golf course that I'm doing this at, so... Uh, That'll be fine, but you're not not—you're not wrong, man. Man. Yeah, you kid, know, you, you see it with the same steel losses, They uh...
0: hey, 85 million, 85 million. Go ahead and edit my huge opinions. I'm cool with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll
0: have small opinions, but make sure that damn check clears. Yeah, you're dropping me that uh, Duncan Robinson million and a half every two weeks. Hey, Bill, you're not, you're not speaking your mind, Bill. You're not speaking your mind, Dan. You know why I'm not speaking my mind? Because I'm getting a million and a half when I check my mobile app.
1: Every two weeks. weeks. You know what? I had a player one time. He got his first paycheck, and uh, Urban Meyer and I were talking about this today on my show. He said, hey, man, what's this, who's this FICA dude I keep paying? I said, said, hey, I said, you're never going to meet him, but you'll know his ass. You'll never lose him. He'll always be be around there. True story. Who's this FICA dude? I said, oh, man, come on. Hold on
0: one. You just mentioned you talked to Urban Meyer earlier today. If Michigan beats Ryan Day for a third time and they go in the Big Ten three years in a row and get to the Final Four, uh, do you think Urban Meyer – Whatever, come back to Ohio State. Would no. he be welcome? No. Where's he gonna coach then? Is he done? W- would he be welcome? Hundred uh,
1: percent. Hell, when we were, uh, we're oh, it was Michigan Indiana game last year. We we're standing on the in the end zone. There's a bunch of Michigan fans yelling for him to come to Michigan. So yeah, he'd be welcome at Ohio State big time. He ain't, he's not coaching again unless he has a dramatic uh, change of heart. Uh, and I always I, – I, we're, we're good friends. And one of the reasons we're good friends is because he understands me and I understand him and that we're both basically uh, the same guy in a lot of ways. And I know his son-in-law is the quarterback slash, I think, passing game coordinator for Ohio State, married his beautiful daughter, and uh, Nikki, and um, so I'm not going to ask him, hey, what happens if Ryan Day loses? Because that's family, you know what I'm saying? That's uh, that's family, but I know this, and I think you know this, Ohio State puts a lot into that game, man, mm-hmm. like, more than any place I've ever seen in my life, and you lose three in a row, you might have a John Cooper type problem, No.
0: You know, one final thought on Urban Meyer. Did he try and get fired by the Jags on purpose because the things that he would do that were reported and also what became fact, it was like he wanted out of there, like he had buyer's remorse the minute uh, he was coaching nope. in the NFL.
1: No, first I will tell you this, and I've heard this from guys that played through a lot of the crap you read is crap. No, what he was doing was he knew he had the worst franchise in the history of football, and if you go through who's made the playoffs and who hasn't, Urban Meyer had the worst franchise. He was changing the whole thing. Like, he changed diets, and so, he, you know, the, 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 the dietitian or whatever they had, you know, was like, screw you, Urban. It was like, well, you're fired then. He changed weight coaches because they were underperformed. He, he built a building that they're going to have now uh, because he's like, look, this place is under everything, so he came in. You can always come in as a coach hard. Okay, you can never come in soft and then toughen up. You always come in harder, and then you can soften them. That's exactly what he did. And the truth of the matter is, there was a little buyer's remorse uh, from the Jaguars for for a while, and then it all worked out because Trevor Lawrence got pretty good. But they got mad, players got mad, coaches backstabbed him. Uh, he hired guy. He did the wrong job. He'll tell you, he hired the wrong guy. He hired guys he didn't know, but. Uh, if you really, really, really listen to the people that were there, uh, they had the worst franchise in, in the history, if you look at it, in the NFL. And he had to do a lot of things to change the mindset. He was doing them, and it didn't sit well. So you know what? Uh, coach loses, players win. And then, of course, the owner has a direct line to all the media people that want to bury Urban. He's an outsider in the NFL world. And he read articles where it says, you know, this, that, and the other. So that is what it is. But he's still fighting for money. It is amazing to me, Bill. And you probably know this. It's amazing how when people want to collect money from you, they're adamant about it. But when they're supposed to pay you, they don't necessarily have the same enthusiasm for payments. So he'll get a ton of money coming up here and, uh, Lives a great life, great house, wonderful life. Kids are awesome. Going to be our uh, son, Nick. Nate's getting married next uh, or this June, I guess, in a few weeks, and uh, all good.
0: Dan Dockett, it's always good with him. Uh, Don't tweet at me. Outkick, look for him. Uh, Great college and sports insider joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Thank you, my man.
1: 9 to 11 every morning, go to OutKick.com. You can check my ass out. I got a lot of opinions on some stuff.
0: I you do? I love it, man. We're going to do a show together and be big. We'll be bigger than McAfee. Uh-huh. That will be the name of our show. Yes, bigger than Pat Mac. Perfect. That's I love so it. Let's do out. it. Tell OutKick's people uh-huh. to call your people, your people, call my people, and we'll do lunch. Okay?
1: That's some that's some big-ass people right there making important business decisions. I'm in, bro. We
0: love you, Danny. Dan Talk to you guys. I, I could do a good show with him. We could, man. I just, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm telling